Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hey there, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. In this episode, I'm chatting with Gillian. Gillian owns Northern Beaches Jiu-Jitsu Academy, and she's done some really awesome things lately in terms of adjusting her offerings and her business, the positioning of her business, and uh, you know the pricing even, how she actually prices and increasing prices and still gaining more members at the same time. So in this uh, interview with her, she shares some really cool, some real gold nuggets Uh, which will help you with your own business, things that you can take away and implement for sure. doesn't matter what level of business you are at. I think this will be a really valuable, um, I guess, episode and really valuable insights that you get from a real-world business that's been, you know, growing very rapidly. She's just had a record month in the month of February 2023. So uh, very current and very cool. So uh, I suggest... uh, you know, grabbing a pen and paper for this one or re-listening to the episode through a couple of times to really get the uh, get the benefits. Enjoy the show. Gillian, welcome. Thank you. Great to have you here. We are in Basic Bananas headquarters, so we actually have a, a guest in the flesh. Can you believe it? I know, <laughs> I know. It helps uh, living down the road. In this, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which, funnily enough, we have, you know, customers all over the world at Basic Bananas and... Uh, you live probably five minutes away, or yep. like office right. and everything. <laughs> and we have Lenny here in the background, the uh, Basic Bananas office dog. So if there's any strange sounds, it's not us. Well, it could be us, but it's uh, most likely Lenny. Um, well, welcome, and thanks so much. Thanks, Christy. What? Good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and so tell us about your business. What's the, uh, what is it? How's it what work? What is it? What do you do? So we've got the Northern Beaches Jiu-Jitsu Academy, which is based down in Cromer, just down the road here. Um, and jiu-jitsu is a martial art that's becoming very popular at the moment. Um, it's being recommended by a lot of OTs and things for children. So kids' programs are kind of booming across all jiu-jitsu academies at the moment. Um, and for adults, it's it's something that's amazing for mental health and, and physical health as well. So, yeah, it's, it's really popular with the growth of the UFC and things. So popular. A lot of people have heard a little bit more about yeah. jiu-jitsu. What happened to karate and all these other <laughs> martial arts? I think we moved from be... the 80s into the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> karate kid no more. Yeah, but having said that, my son is heavily into Cobra Kai at the moment, which is now ah, on Netflix. Right. It's like a revamped version right. of the Karate Kid, so might make a comeback one Could day. Do. I don't know, but I feel like jiu-jitsu is kind of... Taken over. There's lots of martial arts though, so yeah, yeah jujitsu is just one of them. But I feel like it's it's having its heyday at the moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is, is super popular um, yeah. for all ages, like you, yeah. you mentioned. And so um, with that, we might as well get straight into that. There's so many. Um, there's a lot popping up as yeah. well. Yeah. So there's Brazilian jujitsu um, everywhere. I reckon within. 10 minutes drive of here you could probably get to three or four maybe yep. yeah. um so yeah so what so what's how long have you guys been at it and and like what's how did how have you made it work because you've done some really awesome things and so for our listeners we're going to go through um there's been some cool things that you've done to have success and while most people are thinking of you know reducing prices and things like this and trying to compete you've actually gone the other way so we'll get discuss that in more depth um 
around your success, but just like, yeah, so how long you been running and what, how did you, you know, how come, why are you guys successful when there's so many, so much competition? So around. Yeah, yeah, so we started coming up to four years ago, sort of three right. and a half, four years ago. Um, and it was just something my, my husband had always wanted to do. He was a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. Right. Um, so black belt is the highest belt you can get. He was brown belt and was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I've got the, you know, the skills to open an academy. But the more he sort of spoke to people, they were like, absolutely. Like, you don't have to be a, belt, a black belt to be an amazing coach. And right. he was coaching at his old academy and just, you know, had a lot of success. People loved him. And he was sort of looking for his next career move. And we were like, why don't we do it? And we jumped in the deep end. I was working full time at the time and sort of helped set up the business and we found a space literally down the road, like not even a kilometre down the road from our house. Yeah, so good. And we looked at the surrounding um, businesses and schools and everything and, and realised there were no other jiu-jitsu academies within that immediate area, despite there being three schools in the area. Right. So all of the kids from the schools were going to DY or up to Narrabeen or out to Brookvale. So we were like, if we've got one in Chroma in between all these schools, then maybe that's a great opportunity to capture a bit of the local local community to come and join us and we first set up just in Manly and and that didn't last too long because we realized we had to actually commit to a commercial lease and things like that was sort of renting space off of of a friend's gym Um, so that's how we ended up looking around Cromer and thinking actually where do we want to have our academy rather than where's a space that's available that we can just rent for five minutes or so yeah yeah yeah, so that's how we we set it up Um, the kids program has been really important for us. Um, if you've got a really good kids program, it tends to then build the adults. And so many of our adult members are parents of the kids that have come right. along. Yeah. So they've been sitting on the sidelines and then looked at the kids. And so often I'll be sitting at the reception area and a, one of the parents will come up and be like, so uh, the adults program, how does that work? So <laughs> they kind of want to, like, I guess a lot of parents bring their kids in to you know teach them resilience and confidence and yeah. you know learn those wrestling skills and give them a physical activity and then they realize hang on I could be doing this with my kid as well yeah, so it's something yeah. that they have in common so I reckon probably good 20 to 30 percent of our adult members are parents of the kids wow, so they're yeah. coming through the kids and then how good's that and then they get, so I guess kind of you know like they get the exercise like just everything all those actually all the benefits you've mentioned yeah, yeah. so good and you can go to the one place do, yeah. do you do like parents and kids together? Like, we don't like, yet. Them off? Yeah. yeah, we haven't done that yet. We have done it when we run events. Occasionally yeah. we'll be like, oh, there's a parents and kids class and yeah. they all just muck around for half an hour. So yeah. it is something we'd love to do. Yeah. It's just finding that space in your timetable as well, um, which we've sort of solved a few problems like that at the moment that we've now got a, a second training space that we can run a separate uh, bespoke kind of session upstairs gotcha. while yeah. we've got everyone else going downstairs. So, awesome. Yeah, so we've got a lot of opportunity ahead of us at the moment. We just haven't quite figured out how we're going to make the most of that opportunity with another training space. So gotcha. but parents and kids classes could be our first class that we start one, up. Yeah. Instead of the parents sitting on the sidelines watching the kids, watching, like, yeah. you can do parents and kids classes. Parents and there. kids, or they go separate at the same time. Um, now, you mentioned something interesting before we started recording um and you did work you've worked with us um you know through the clever bunch program and hopefully we had some you know positive impact (laughs) (laughs) and you will and probably got you thinking on this as well but you mentioned um how you have a different focus you believe to the other um gyms out there the other jujitsu gyms you know out there 
Tell us about that. Like, what? Yeah. What's your focus? How did you guys? And you mentioned a change too. Can you give give us all of that? Yeah. So I guess when we started out, it was just a um, you know the opportunity to set up our own academy, and we sort of discussed it. My my husband and I and said, do we want to do this? Yes, let's do it. Let's set up a jiu-jitsu academy. I didn't know anything about jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I'd done an MMA program of which jiu-jitsu was a small part of it. Didn't know much about the sport at all. And in hindsight, I now understand why my husband was so nervous about setting it up because <laughs> jiu-jitsu is such a big industry and there's you know, so many politics around jiu-jitsu and there's so much hierarchy and lineage back to Brazil and all these kind of mm. things. So it was a massive step for, for Jack especially to take on that role of you know running his own academy. Um, the when we set up it was just yeah a jiu-jitsu academy come and do kids classes come and do adults classes and we ran it like that for about two years um in and out of covid we were shut down many times so yeah, we never yeah. really found a groove during that time we were just kind of crossing our fingers and holding on tight to make sure that we survived um when covid was kind of over we started to, to grow a little bit and it wasn't until I did the um, Clever Bunch program and one of the very first sessions that we did was, you know, what are your values, what is your brand, what sets you apart from competitors and I went home and I said to Jack, my husband, like, well, what do you think makes us different? We were just like, I don't know, like, we, we were just like, why did you, like, I don't know, we're, we're a family run business, maybe that's why people like us and, but what I'd done just before is run a members survey to see why people have joined the Northern Beaches Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Right. If why they joined is the reason why they've stayed yeah, um, right. and then what they want to see improved in the academy. Ah, so, good, smart questions. Yes, yeah, so I put together um, that survey, had some amazing insights. A lot of them started because of our location. They were nice and close to school mm -hmm. or, or near their house. Um, they liked that we're a family-run academy, so that sort of helped define a little bit more of our mm. comms. And then they stayed because of our focus on like the well-being of our community and wanting to build a strong, resilient community and mm. the initiatives that we put into place to help build the local community. So we sponsored local school, we sponsored the Head Above Water um, mental health um, event that just ran last weekend. We've done that for the last couple of years. Awesome. We're really strongly aligned with Maninka, um, which is also a mental health organisation on the northern beaches and always give away prizes to the local netball team and all these kind of ah, things so cool. yeah community is really important for me um, my corporate background was in community so right. I worked on community at, at Google and Yahoo and a few other sort of digital um, places so yeah I've got a, a digital marketing and community background so I could sort of bring those skills into what we were doing at Northern Beaches so the, the flip side of that is there's a, um, a lot of academies focus on competition. Mm -hmm. So jiu-jitsu as a sport and, you know, kids train to compete, adults train to compete. And it just, it creates a different dynamic. It's not better or it's not worse. It's just a different mm -hmm. dynamic that when you go to a training session, you're learning techniques that will give you points in competition. Right, help you rather than, yeah. Yeah, rather than the way we teach it is you're going there to learn a lot of self-defense skills. You're learning um, anti-bullying tactics when you're at school. So it's a lot more focus on what you can apply in the real world. And without having that strong competition focus, mm. it, it's just a really nice atmosphere. You're not it there. sounds nice because it sounds yeah. cause not everyone's going to win. You know, and, it, and when you don't win, you, you know, there's only one one winner, you know, yeah, usually yeah. in each different divisions, competitions and things. Yeah. And so um, competition, I, I like it too. I like that approach that you're saying because just being a... a 
competitive surfer. I am in former, uh, like I used to compete professionally as a living in it. You lose way more than you win. Yeah. (laughs) No matter how good you are. So it's a lot of like, whereas when it's for the love of the sport, you know, and and all those other benefits, you know, that sounds great. And it sounds like you, like a lot of what you've mentioned there, okay, the, the feedback about being family run and then the fact there's a high percentage of customers are parents with kids you know it's attracting that that yeah and not a lot of I shouldn't say not a lot of but a lot of adults don't want to compete they want to go they just want to you know meet a new bunch of people they want to go to a space that feels friendly and happy and it's a time Mm. away from home or whatever it is and you know a lot of people have injuries and they don't want to put themselves through the ringer to to win competitions Yeah. yeah and you know, a lot of them are parents and they don't have the opportunity to go away and compete all the time. So we sort of have attracted a lot of those, um, you know, there's a lot of a younger kids, I shouldn't say kids, <laughs> um, people in their early 20s and then mm-hmm. a lot in their 30s and 40s who are parents who come for the camaraderie and the, awesome. yeah, it, it's yeah. a really nice atmosphere, I like it. And so then it shifted to be about that, to be about the community and um, the connection and all these other benefits which for you, like, I think this is brilliant. It's a brilliant conversation because it doesn't matter when I'm, when I'm, like I'm talking a lot to different industries, different products, services. It doesn't matter if someone's a jujitsu, you know, gym or a Pilates gym or, a, um, or selling hats, you know, or sunglasses or, yeah. or um, selling insurance. There are, there's always competition and there's always people selling the thing. So the thing is training people for, for jiu-jitsu to learn the you know the craft the, the art of jiu-jitsu and compete and so but anyone can do that that yeah. has the skill like I guess yeah. if it was anyone at the similar level to your partner could do that yeah whereas how do you differentiate and this is the same thing for businesses over and over it's like how many times I've had this conversation it's like so how do you different you have to be selling this thing that's different and the fact that you're focusing on the whole community and connection and and all these other benefits in self-confidence and, you know, in health and mental health, physical health, everything. Mm. Um, that, is a, that is a great differentiator, um, you know, in terms of, of what you offer. And I can already see, you know, and, and see and believe that's a big, big part of why, you know, you'll, you'll have success more. So you already have success, but always have more and more. Yeah. Whereas others that are just simply focusing on here's how to, you know, do it. I don't know. Here's how to throw someone or here's how to, mm. here's how to yeah. do the fall. Or da, da, da. There'll be a limit to the, to the, there'll be a shorter um, lifetime, like customer, like lifespan of the customer yeah. for them. Whereas when it is the community that, you know, that's, that will keep, keep people coming back and, yeah. you know, feel that sense of belonging and referring and so on. Yeah, and you think of why so many kids especially are doing jiu-jitsu. They're referred from their OT. They might have learning difficulties. Mm. They might have, you know, physical things that, you know, stop them from, I don't know, being able to write properly, their core mobility, all that kind of stuff. They're not there to learn how to compete. They can get that from rugby or soccer if they want to join a really competitive thing. But Mm. For a lot of the kids, jiu-jitsu is a tool to help them improve as a human being, to learn them, to teach them how to learn to lose, how to you mm. know be comfortable with being really close to other people. And in a competitive environment where everyone's training to win a competition, I don't think you'll get as nice as an environment to learn that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, nice. you know, the, the big kid's trying to, you know, overpower another kid who's just there because they, they need to work on their core mobility or they need to, you yeah. know, build up their confidence because they're getting bullied at school. 
you're almost going to get the reverse effect if you're coming into a super competitive environment where all the kids yeah, are just trying yeah, to win all the time. Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's a it, it's a nice little differentiator for us. Nice. And then there's been some flow on from this. So recently, uh, you've done uh, adjusted your pricing. Yep. Um, and you've had no seen no impact, no negative impact. So. Um, Obviously, when we talk about pricing, and I'll just say this as like little side note disclaimer, um, you can't put up your prices unless you're delivering great value and you're selling something that people want to be a part of. And there's other a lot of pieces to this. So you obviously we've worked through a lot of stuff with you with the clever bunch and the whole brand positioning and everything. Um, you have to be doing a good job to put your prices up. Just want to say this because we're going to talk about you putting the prices up and. Um, and how that's gone um, because there's so much fear for business people. I can guarantee probably 80% of people listening into this will have, would like to put their prices up, but, but and know they should, um, but they're worried yeah. about putting the pricing up because they're going to, you know, lose customers and the world's going to end. So, yeah. so let's talk to that. But obviously there was a lot yeah. you did. It's not as simple as just putting up your price. You know, there's, there's been a lot to it, but let's talk just specifically about the, um, the pricing and and what you did and also your how you changed your offerings. Yeah. So I guess one of the um, the first things was doing that member survey and in terms of you know just knowing within yourself that you are offering a good service that was a really good way for me to go. Nice. Okay. Yeah. People do like what we do. We are doing yeah. a good job and all the improvements were things that we were thinking about putting in place anyway. And awesome. so and then we also had a checklist on which to work from. So we're like, okay, if we're going to put up the prices. Maybe we do bring in, you know, a vending machine so there's snack opportunities for people or we bring in an advanced class for the juniors or we bring in more video content so that we can, people can practice techniques off the mat and things like that. Cool. So, so yeah, you thought, okay, how can we add more value at the same time? Yes. Brilliant. Yeah, so it's having that confidence to say, okay, people like what we do and we know how we can deliver extra value to people. Um, I also applied for the local business awards and we're finalist in the local business awards. So we then had the... The sticker that we could put on the website, the, the credibility, yeah. yeah, to say we are a good business. Um, and then all around us in the world, mortgages are going up. The coffee goes up by fifty cents. So <laughs> yeah. we we sort of put them up at a, at a at a time when everyone was putting up their prices. We put it up at the start of the year, at the end of January, when it was almost an expectation that it's a new year, and you know we've reviewed everything, and yeah. this is what happens when you know either end of financial year or at the start of a um, calendar year so it didn't really come as a surprise I don't think we'd been running for four years we put the prices up once um, and in that time Jack had also got his black belt so he was a much more experienced coach we brought on a team of coaches so we now have you know three or four experienced coaches right. on the mats at the same time it's not just Jack trying to run a class with all these with kids everyone. Yeah, yeah, right. so we knew we were delivering value we had extra overheads ourselves in bringing on extra coaches. So it was kind of a, like we needed to do it. And we also looked at our prices compared to our competitors. And we're like, wow, like we're really undercharging. Right. So that made me think maybe we're attracting people who just come to us because we're cheap, which isn't great for the lifetime value of a customer. Yeah. So the second, you know, interest rates go up or whatever, they're probably the first ones to disappear. They're not seeing the value that you're providing if they're there purely on price. Yeah. So we put them up, we put all of our foundation members, the ones that had been with us from day one, we just went, let's just draw a line in the sand and everyone can go up 
to right. the same price. So everyone increased. Yeah, everyone right. increased okay. to the same price. And sometimes um, the sometimes what a business will do is go, oh look, we'll you know they refer to us grandfather. We'll grandfather your old pricing, meaning we'll keep you on the rate you signed up at. Yeah. However, everyone new from here will go on a new rate, um, which is something that businesses can do. But no, I like your approach. You just went the whole lot. So sorry, yeah. continue on. Just I know. To clarify it, that. Well, yeah, we, we were kind of nervous about it, but then I think people know how much. We do, and, and we know yeah. we've got a lot, a lot of loyalty from yeah. our customers as well. So um, we put everyone, some people went from $18 a class to $22 a class. Right. Um, some went from $24.50 to $25 a class. So right. some had big increases, some had little increases, depending on what the rate they were on. Yeah. The other thing we did was completely streamline all of our memberships as well. So we mm -hmm. used to have um, once a week, twice a week, and unlimited. We got rid of the twice a week and went from once a week or unlimited. So right, that's it. That was it. We just reduced awesome. the choice that people have. Yeah. Uh, most of the time people can't make it more than twice a week if they're kids anyway. So yeah. it was it was kind of the same thing no matter what. So we just right. simplified things from our end yeah. and just made it two options. And then when people are signing up, they're like, and they don't have to sit there going, oh, do you reckon I'd make it three times? Or oh, should I do two days? So, yeah, it just made it a more simple choice for people when signing up. Yeah, and, and that simplicity is a, a key um, thing to note as well because the, the whole too many options often kills a sale, even though a lot of us think that, you know, having more options, people have, uh, you know, a, a better time, more options to choose. They'll find the right thing for them and then they'll buy. Um, however... It's usually the reverse, what we find. It's this, when there's yeah. too many options, even though it might only be three or four, or some businesses might have you know, 200 options in whatever they sell, um, but that whole confusion, just a little think overthinking too, it can kill the sale. That's yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a common thing we yeah, see as well. When you actually just reduce the, reduce the pathways, reduce the options, it, it forces people to kind of pick, but it's yeah. the fewer options actually results often in an in increase in sales, um, which, you know, goes against our usual thinking, even sometimes if businesses, so if any listeners are listening in thinking, yeah, that's great if you've got a membership, but what about me with 500 products? Well, with 500 products, you should have, a, maybe it could be bundles, suggested three bundles that are your featured products, you know, homepage, website, everywhere featured, where it's like buy six items for this bundle you know or this out entire outfit so it's bundling things together and making it simple and then all the other offerings could be you know somewhere else on an entire offerings page but yeah that's so good you did it so you streamlined it yeah um increased the pricing yeah and then we gave people a month's notice through email and text so there were no surprises when the yeah. change happened and then we made sure when we did increase the prices in the email we still pointed out why we're better than other academies as well nice. so yeah. we said you know we've streamlined the options there's no longer a, um, a two class a week option but we're one of the only jiu-jitsu academies on the northern beaches that offer these kind of options so nice. a lot of them offer unlimited training only right. and they lock you in and then you know you have to give three months notice if you want to get out so right. we've still got the benefit of one day a week and the flexibility to cancel yep. without a huge notice period as well. So right. I think it's reiterating like, if you don't like it, that's fine. You can go to someone else, but yeah, you'll probably be locked in for yeah. three months yeah. and yeah. be forced to pay 45 a week anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's sort of highlighting, you know, your, your benefits at the same yeah. time. And what sort of um, response did you get? We didn't get one email from anyone, no comment from anyone saying, Oh God, your prices have gone up. Um, 
no one said anything, which I, I guess is a good thing. Yeah. Um, at the start of the year, you always have people drop off a little bit, like kids who, oh, they want to do a different sport in term one. Yeah. Whether that was because of the price increase, I don't know, but it was very minimal. And then in February, we've had our biggest month ever in the history of um, our academy. We've had there you go. 45 members sign up this month. Right. So, and that's since putting up the prices on the twenty seventh of January. And what January. would it maybe an average be? On av- an average month, maybe fifteen. Right. Oh wow. Yeah, fifteen to twenty, like maybe. Maybe an extra thirty that yeah, month. Yeah. 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 Well, so this we'll, just we're last surprised month, it's been, right now. That's the biggest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been pumping. It's been a great start to the year. So. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. yeah. So then that that prompted us to look at our class sizes and be like, okay, can we fit more kids in the class? No. Yeah. Because we want to, we don't want to have an academy where the mat's just crowded with a thousand kids and no one's got any space to do anything. So then we looked at upstairs, which was essentially just where our kids watch YouTube while we <laughs> while we coach the kids. And um, then so we decided to put mats down and turn that into a, um, an extra training space. So right. that sort of decision came from so many extra members wanting to sign up, and yeah. we could have just said no or join the wait list, but instead we got extra coaches and we're planning the extra training space just the space no more yeah. ipad no more I know. youtube <laughs> the first thing my son said when i said oh we're gonna map upstairs he goes but where will i watch youtube <laughs> <laughs> I was like, got bigger yeah. things to worry about <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to expand another level who yeah. knows yeah. yeah we'll see how you go but it, it's given us the opportunity to increase the capacity and, and volume of our members that we can take on without yeah. having to increase any more overheads. Oh, so, so it's just good. better using our space. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, but this is brilliant. And I think there's so much for, for our listeners to take, just even from what well, from what you've shared, it's been um, brilliant already. Like this is great. Like the um, in terms of pricing and just the packages and the, even the positioning, how you differentiate some real um, kind of key takeouts um, from this. The um, And you've just come back from a marathon in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm finally walking what? for the first time in yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, and no, I just came back from um, Wanaka in New Zealand and did the Motatapu off-road marathon, which is 42 kilometres, a very hilly 42 kilometres through the, the hills of Wanaka over to Arrowtown. And it was your, amazing. your result? I came 16th, which I was super happy with. I didn't expect that at all. Um, 16th out of about 100 in my category. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I'll be happy to make it survive <laughs> yeah i was happy yeah. to survive too <laughs> yeah, sounds, wow and um yeah. so that's uh you're running marathons doing jujitsu you're definitely pretty active but, yeah. Um, yeah what what and you actually just uh, so I, know, I know you've had other little business ideas and little ventures going at the same time in parallel typical yeah. entrepreneur um mm-hmm. how do you balance everything what do you what's your like how do you find time to run and then you've got family and then you've got well, the gym and then you so got... the, the gym is a, a funny one. It's so flexible, but so inflexible at the same time. So right. inflexible as in, you know, we're down at the gym when everyone else is probably off work. So the, the hours are kind yeah, of funny. Right. So we're down at the gym from you know, three house. till, well, I'm there from three till six each day. So, you know, ferrying around the kids and stuff is a little bit challenging. Um, Jack's down there every night so we've got two kids seven and five and um so that kind of leaves the bulk of all the nighttime stuff up to me but then at the same time we can drop the kids off in the morning and this morning we went and had a swim and had a coffee and just sat down and just chatted over things so we've got a lot of flexibility in the mornings 
and a lack of flexibility in the afternoons a bit yeah. more. Um, and then we train sort of six till seven in the morning as well. So, yeah, it, it's a funny one that we do Saturdays. So we're kind of working six days a week mm-hmm. and have one day off on Sundays. But Jack and I are both pretty respectful of each other's time and just, I don't know, anything either of us want to do, the other will pick up the slack. So we've got a good working uh, awesome. relationship and, and personal relationship as well. He's always like, go and do it and go for a run. You need to do it. And nice. I love having an event to train for because it helps structure my day a little bit better. I know that I've got to fit in an hour or two run and then I've got my checklist of things I need to get done and the the hard thing I find with having your own business is just that that motivation you've always got a checklist of things to do but no one's there going have you done it yet yeah yeah (laughs) so that's what I like about doing the clever bunch program as well the I really liked having accountability to someone at the end of each session or the three-hour workshop I'd have a list of you know 10 or 15 things that I wanted to get done by the next month whether they get done or not is, is, is another thing, but at least I've got the list there and I know that I'll come back every time I've got, you know, a spare hour or two to work on the business. I'll go into that checklist and be like, oh, I might just, you know, SEO optimize a couple of pages today and yeah, yeah and Brilliant. update these videos or whatever. So yeah, there's always something to do. I like, yeah, I like that. But yeah, the flexibility is flexibly inflexible. If that makes <laughs> yeah, it's sense. an interesting, yeah. an interesting schedule you run by. The, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that with the Clever Bunch. We see it a lot. Different members, it's like right before the next month's session, there'll be a lot it's of a questions flurry. coming through <laughs> and things about the previous ones because they're like, I oh, quickly better do what, yeah, I, what yeah. we spoke about last month or the um, the advisory board sessions every week where we do the reviews. That we, I know there are members that they literally will do some work like in the hour right before it and then quickly submit it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. I oh, know, you know, they're, it's like they're setting themselves a deadline. Suddenly it's like, I'll do this thing and then get it reviewed. But then it's like they do the thing yeah. literally like minutes before, yeah. send it in. And I'm like, did you just do this just now because you <laughs> knew there was a deadline? You know, it's like, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a hard thing not, not having hard deadlines or, or meetings or anything like that. And, and Jack and I need to get better at actually making time for you know, mm. proper meetings. You know, maybe on a Tuesday morning we sit down and we go over priorities and things. But we don't do that well enough. But we sort of have our defined roles in the business and it just kind of works. Yeah. It sounds like a great balance. Yeah. Well, this has been brilliant. Is there anything else you'd like to to share with our listeners or is there anything you wanted me to ask? And you know, you know, this has been brilliant. Just checking in. Um, Oh God, not that I can think of off the top of my head. No, but no, I've really loved doing the clever bunch course. Um, thank you. I, having sort of a background in marketing, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll get that much out of it, but I've got so much out of it. And just even if the thing that I got out of it, some sessions were like, okay, I'm on the right track. I know what I'm doing and and this is all I need to be doing. And other ones, you know, my mind has been blown with some of the things I've learned. So it's been really good. And, you know, with marketing, it's hard to say because you did that, that's why we got, you know, an increase Mm. in membership or whatever. But all of it must be contributing somewhere yeah, along the line yeah. to growth in membership and new spaces yeah. being opened and things like that. So yeah, yeah so thanks. Yeah. It's been it's been really good. Oh, that. amazing to hear. That's why we do it. That's yeah. why we're here. It's the uh, helps us f- fulfill our purpose. You know, hearing this um, this kind of feedback from people like yourself. Yeah. So very very happy yeah, to awesome. hear it. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it is. There's so many little levers in marketing. There's so yeah. many things add up to these big results. Um, that's why I was sort of mentioning with your pricing, it's not as simple as just putting the pricing yeah. up. But the, um, 
there's uh, so much to it. And yeah, you've been so cool to have in the in the program as well. So really appreciate you being on board with us and yes. trusting in us. It's yep. very, very much appreciated. Um, now for our listeners that are just ready to join the gym and um, <laughs> you know start the the jujitsu journey um, or switch gyms now that they've heard all about you. Um, what's the best way for them to look you up, get started? So we used to be Northern Beaches Jiu Jitsu Academy at gmail.com.au, but that was too much of a mouthful. So it's nbjja.com.au. And then you can find us on Instagram. Basic. Say that again. N-B-J-J-A. Yeah. Northern Beaches yep. Jiu Jitsu Academy. N-B-J-J-A. Dot com still, dot a, still a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've said it a few times now. So and you probably need to live within five kilometres of Chroma. On yeah, the depending how far you want to drive. Yeah, we do have yeah. a lot of listeners though. That, funnily enough, you know, around um, Northern Beaches and um, for sure. So Northern Beaches Jiu Jitsu Academy. Uh, and for anyone else in the world, if you're going to be in the area and you want to, you know, come on down. Yeah, do we do often sessions. get people coming to visit from other academies, and we're very open to visitors. And yeah. People traveling and yeah, awesome. good. <laughs> nice. You never know. One day it might be an online uh, version or something as well for the uh, for the rest of the world. Yeah, as long as we're not forced to do it because of uh, COVID closures. Oh yeah, then we'd be more than open to. It. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to go back into that world. No. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks, um, Christy. Appreciate you you coming in and coming into the office as well. It's great to have yeah, it's you. Good. good to be. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Rock it. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.